Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Me, You, and the Holy Spirit. I go by the name of Manny. And I'm Marjorie. <laughs> Welcome. This is our uh, third, our third well, actually our second episode, right? Full episode. I think at this point we should start counting from the premiere episode. So Okay, so this episode. is officially our third episode. Right. Are you excited to be here again? I am, actually. Um, just want to start off. I mean, I guess some of you guys are listening, uh, but... My wife is looking lovely in her attire here. Thank you so much. I know how you love to see me in blazers. It looks good. <laughs> and I like that puff of color. Thank you. your outfit. Looking cute. Much, much appreciated. <laughs> um, but we'll get right into it here. Um, so last episode, we kind of discussed, um, we shared how we met mm. um, with you all. And we got a bunch of you know messages from people about... You know how cute our love story was and and stuff, but um, and so how we thought it. Inspired they were. Yeah, I mean, so we thought it'd be nice to kind of, you know just to share um, that our love story, quote unquote, wasn't you know always perfect, and uh, we had a bunch of ro- you know bumps in the road along the way. So <laughs> we figured it'd be nice to kind of you know touch on that topic a little bit so yes i feel like it's like you said it's very important for people to know that no relationship and no story is perfect and the fact that purpose doesn't mean ease you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna have some good times and you're gonna have some challenges and i feel like sometimes when you you have to let people in on some of your your challenges along the road so they know that if they're going through it they're not alone and if you can have the perfect story, and the minute you start like facing challenges, you shouldn't begin to question the voice of God or if God really told you to do what you're doing. Because I did. I At some point in our story when we were going through our challenges, I began to question, like, God, did you really, really want me to do this? Is this the man yeah. you wanted me to marry? So yeah. let's just go right in and start, you know, <laughs> sharing something. <laughs> so... You came, people know about the story. So you came to Ghana, you were supposed to be there for two weeks. And then after after spending like a few days, mm-hmm. three or four days, I think you asked me to marry you on the fifth day. What was supposed to be a hangout turned mm-hmm. into a proposal. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I said yes. And then we moved on to trying to get the wedding and everything together. And boy, oh boy. The struggle was that wedding planning. Real. Um, you know, and I think in in any case, planning a wedding is is stressful. Um, it's it's always kind of hard anyway. Um, just a lot of moving parts and um, different opinions and stuff. But oh I think God. in our particular situation, um, you know, trying to coordinate that. Um, from different parts of the world, for one, the, the time difference and um, just especially even, you know, with family members and, and just having all these different opinions and stuff. We we certainly ran into a lot of that. And I think you and I struggled initially when we said yes, because the whole relationship has just been me and you. So we have always figured out how to work things, you know, from putting to um, how 
I had understood the time difference. I knew when to call you. You knew when to call me. We It was just you and I. But then when it came down to the wedding, now we're inviting people in. And, you know, in the African culture, people have zero chills. <laughs> people would say what they feel. Indeed. And like when it came to planning the wedding, oh my God, the chaos and the drama from all sides. It it kind of from I, both sides. From both sides. Mm-hmm. And I I would say that it really kind of got to us. And I think from that point, the challenges at that point got me like, God, is this really what you wanted? Because if if this was what you really wanted, why can't everybody get along? Why yeah. can't people like Get it together. And I would say that this is why it's important to have the word of God before you proceed in anything. In the, yep. Because when you have the word of God, when things start getting shaky, when things come to test, you know, your level of commitment, the word of God is what you can stand on to say, okay, this is what I'm seeing right now. But you have given me your word. You told me to pursue and because of that, I can walk by faith. Mm-hmm. But if you do things because of feelings or because of you, you, because of the pursuit of happiness, especially in our culture right now, you know, it's, it's the chasing after whatever makes us happy in the moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're chasing a relationship because it makes you happy in the moment, what are you going to do when things start getting shaky? And for me, I feel like, during the wedding planning, you were you were much different because I would come to you because I remember one time like I was in the living room, I was so stressed out about the drama that was going on, and then you were far away, like mm-hmm, miles mm-hmm. away. I'm trying to plan a wedding, mm-hmm. and everybody's not getting along, like both families. And yeah. I called you one time. I was first. I was in the living room, and my mom was sitting there, and I just broke down crying, and I'm like, I, I want to call this off. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do this anymore. I want to call it off. So then she walks. So she was sitting on the opposite side of me. So she walks up to me and then she comforts me and she's like, but like I said, she's always, my mom is a praying woman and will always direct you back to mm-hmm. God. So she was like, at the end of the day, if God has said it, it's going to happen and you're going to be challenged, but you, 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 you have to hold on to the word of God. And I remember when I called you and I said, do you think we should we should postpone the wedding yeah. or just I don't know just quit? And then you asked me, you were like, you're just gonna quit. And I think there's a difference between you and I. We both are people of faith, but when it comes to you, when things are going on and we're facing challenges, you 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 are so strong when it comes to holding on to the word of God. Like nothing moves you. You don't. I will hold on to the word of God, but yeah. I will be like, "Why am I going through all of this?" When yeah. You're always the voice of reason. Like let's keep following God. Let's keep holding on to His word. That was one of the challenges. The yeah, I mean it's it's definitely hard, right? When you're in the middle of the storm, um, you don't see that sunny day coming no you yeah. don't everything around you is chaotic things <laughs> are just like upside down and, and you know i think that's when you have to really rely on god that's when you have to um just sit back and think about like all the promises that he's made mm-hmm. because you know his word is never void right never, never. goes back to him right yeah. and, and and it's these are all things that, like, any 
like God is not a simple man, right? He mm-hmm. everything he says, he follows through with it. Yeah. Um, and so if he's given you, you know, this individual and said, this man or this woman is the person for you, it doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be easy, mm-hmm. right? But it just means that's the one for you. Um, it may not, you may not necessarily see it right now, but um, that individual is who he's picked for you. Now, you may, you know, experience many turbulence moments, you a know, lot a of lot tips, of, sometimes, um, a lot of discomfort, you know, things that will just be, um, make you feel uneasy, uh, to say the least. But you have to, it, while you're going through those moments, you have to sit back and just say, you know, God, I, I know you're in control. I don't really feel it now. It's it's difficult. It's something so hard to do. It's, you know, but we have to, as Christians, rely on the word of God and rely and know that the God that we serve only has good thoughts for us. And, you know, he wants us um, to be happy, ultimately. So whatever that looks like, we I think it's, it's important to always just keep that in mind. Um, so I'm typically the one that, you know, when when things aren't going right, when it's it's a bit stressful, um, I'm typically the one that's a little more, you know, grounded and I you try not to stress place, yeah. myself out so yeah. much. That's kind of just my my temperament anyway. I'm pretty, you know, chill person anyway. But like um, the word of God also allows me to be chill and it shows me like it gives me that peace that I need um, just knowing that. God is in control and that when when I forfeit all control, like everything, and, and allow him to move in my life, you know, I already know the end result, right? So it's like you're going to a, a football, basketball, whatever game, knowing that you've already won. Amen. When you know you've already victorious, no matter what the score is, you can be, you know, if it's... About a soccer game or whatever it can be like you know 10 nil but halftime right but going into the second half you can have confidence knowing that oh god is gonna allow me to score 12 because he to he, be he, because he's, he's already shown me that and, i'm gonna win this and, game and that's why revelation and the word of god is important and last week when we talked about how we met and the fact that we both made sure that we had had the voice of God mm-hmm. to proceed because when you when things are just coming at you so fast, the only thing that's gonna keep you sane is the word of God. And you I remember you be at work and I'll blow up your phone like man, oh, I what you. is I, I did blow up your phone a lot of times. I'm like and and you know you can you can also understand the stress. Like this is me in Ghana and I'm physically dealing with every everybody's opinion. You're just you hear it and then you also got some calls, but I'm physically like there and it was just so hard. And another challenge that we had, oh my God, that like tested us so much was immigration. Like yeah, me I mean, moving here. After we were done with the whole wedding process, well, yeah, the, the actual engagement and the ceremony and all that, even after the honeymoon came back to reality. Okay, now it's like... We, we I came back here, I, I submitted the, the paperwork, everything that I needed, um, and now we just had to play the waiting game. Oh my god, you that know. waiting game because we had a we had a lawyer, remember? We who did was have in a, charge yes, of the immigration, immigration process. And the, the the most 
irritate, the, let me just say frustrating part is even your lawyer cannot tell you when. Yep. They can't tell you when it's going to go through. Mm-hmm. And you're also back, I'm back home dealing with, because you know when people coming to marry um, girls from Ghana, there's a little bit of stigma attached to that. Like, oh, so you got married. And the bold ones will, will be like, Confident enough to ask you, oh, so when are you going to join your husband mm-hmm. without considering the fact that you're even dealing with the fact that you're away. And I remember the first process did not go. Th- we didn't hear back from them till after six months. When so, you put in the yeah. paperwork, we did not hear from them till after six months. And then we heard from them, went to the next stage. We didn't hear back from them yeah. <laughs> till three months later. So that process, I remember, was like one of the hardest process because I went in thinking like, God, if you said this is this is the one for me, okay, we've moved, we've trusted you, we've prayed. Why can't you, with your power, make the process faster? Like expedite it, right? Why can't you do it? Because I have faith. And you said if I have faith as little as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you. Can move I can, mountains. I can move mountains. Mm-hmm. So then I was confused. I'm like, God, if you said this is it, why are we going through that? And it was the waiting game. I know sometimes I would break down, you'll be so frustrated. And I think that in that period, what I learned was sometimes God has to prepare us for each season of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm married to you, but. And he has said, you're the one for me. We've gone through everything. But purpose doesn't mean ease. Yep. And it also doesn't mean the absence of challenges. Like, And I feel like you said something this afternoon about once we get saved, we expect everything to be so smooth. Would you want to like touch on that before? Yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of the misconception of, of Christians um, is like, oh, when you actually accept uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you know, smooth sailing from there, um, and that everything just kind of works out for you. You get the job of your dreams, the man or woman of your dreams, and um, you just are just living a great life. But I believe, well, it's a fact. Once you accept Jesus Christ, now you've done, you know, the first part, right? Um But that's when I believe the enemy targets you more. Um, I feel like, you know, the enemy, the devil knows the plans that God has in store for us, things that he wants to do with us and for us. And the enemy can't stand the sight of that. He doesn't want those things to come to pass. You know, so he'll do everything in his power to target you, to throw all kinds of challenges your way, you know. And um, that's kind of what I was, you know, talking about is it's not an easy road being a Christian. It's not an easy road being saved and turning your back to the world. You know, um, once you pick up that cross, it's it's going to be a battle. And, you know. and and for me, I think that even an example is when Jesus was in the wilderness and the devil came to him yeah, trying to, to tempt, tempt him. him. And when we were going through the immigration process, that was my mindset. I was like, but if God gave this to me, then it should be easy. Yeah. But we also have to understand that God is God and his thoughts and his ways are higher. It's beyond and us. He, he does his work. You know, he does 
everything works together for our own good. Indeed. And after you and I came together, when we finally, when I finally moved here Mm -hmm. and we got together, it all made sense. Yeah. As to why we had to wait. You know, we'll go through even some of our arguments and be like, oh man, we, we know like we've grown so much above some of the things we're even arguing around. And I feel like we even grew so much more in our faith when we were separated because you called me up mm-hmm. on my, at around 5 a.m. and then we'll pray together. Yeah. We do so. And it's important. One thing I also realized that the posture of waiting is, is, it's, it's key because we could have been there. I had those moments. You are always, like I said earlier, the, the tough one that's always like, you yeah. know, and always holding on so short to the word of God. I have my moments like, God, why are we going? I mean, through? we all go through it. It's it's, it's normal. Um, these things are just normal human behavior. We we tend to, and sometimes it's partly the devil. The devil will instill these doubts and thoughts in our minds to kind of test us. And sometimes God will allow those things to happen. Just the same thing. Just the same way He allowed Jesus to be tested after He was He, he fasted. And I, you know, I, He'll allow those things to happen to see who's really after his heart, like who really knows him. And, um, you know, I just want to go back to what we were talking about a little bit, like with the um, not allowing, like once you accept Christ, although the road may be hard, it may be difficult. um, God gives us the grace to get through that. Grace for whatever he He gives gives us that, you know, he, he empowers us. And gives us everything we need to to make it through that that you know stage. Each battle that we are faced with, he's gonna give us the 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 power to to be victorious in each battle. It's not saying that we won't uh, experience those battles or you know challenges and stuff, um, but he'll always make sure we're, we're victorious if and only we rely on him. And that's why I felt like it was important that we address and talk about issues like our struggles, like the wedding and immigration and how we had to wait and we had to wait for a year. Yeah. And it's so funny, like everything came through three days before our wedding anniversary mm-hmm. and I got to America on our wedding anniversary. And I remember one time, as I was there, like God, why, why is this? Because I, I honestly, sometimes you you don't know you don't know stuff until you're going through it. You right. hear stories about immigration and stuff, but you never know that it's going to happen to you. So when it started, like I thought, okay, three months, four months, and then six months, seven months, and people are asking you, like, when are you going to join your yeah. husband? I'm like, oh my God, what I know is it's happening? difficult. Yeah. And then I remember one time, one morning, I was I was I woke up very early, like. I think 6 a.m. and our friend, uh, 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 she she's all grown up now, so I'd say friend, but she's a little girl, Aduma. Yes. Aduma texted me and she's like, Mar- hey, Marjorie, what would you do? Because I have a tribe, a community of praying women. And one of the things she texted was like, what would you do if God said you would not? Because she's, let me, I'm trying to quote her right. She said, what would you do if God's purpose time for you to join your husband is actually like on your anniversary, like a year. Because mm-hmm. she said this when I think I had like one year, okay, one year before she's like, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, Adoma. And then she said, if that's what God wants to do, then you're graced for it. And I, at that moment, I knew that 
God had revealed something to this girl. Like, but she's trying because she had had she had also heard me talking about my frustrations. Mm-hmm. So she was not trying to come straight to say, "Sure, you're sure. not going to be joining yeah. your husband soon." It's hard. She didn't want to break. She the didn't news want to, to break you. my heart. Yeah. So she's like, "What would you do if?" You're, you're only going to join many after one year. I'm like, I don't know what I'll do. And she said, but you're graced for it. Yeah. Whatever God wants to do, you're graced for it. And I just want people out there to know that whoever God cho- cho- um, chooses for you, the one does not come without challenges. Yep. It does not come without struggles. We still have challenges today. We have things that we're trying to figure out. We had a challenge out. yesterday. No, I'm what kidding. was our challenge? I'm just kidding. No. No, I mean, I mean I you know. can tell the people. I I'm, don't remember what our challenge was. I'm pretty was. sure you, we had. You had an attitude. You, attitude. <laughs> you had an attitude yesterday out of nowhere. <laughs> Had an attitude, but I'm like, so you had an attitude. I'm like, yeah, the devil this. will not use me mm-hmm. or you today. So I came not back today. to you. Yeah, I came to you and I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's make up. And we <laughs> had a nice conversation. But we, we don't have it figured out. And it's important for people to know that, that the cute love story does not negate the process. Yeah. It does not take away the struggles of the process. If anything, maybe God wrote your story so that when you're going through the challenges, you remember where you started from. Absolutely. You know, you remember his word and say that, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this because God, and I feel like in our culture today, social media with the whole MCM and relationship goals and everything, nobody puts their struggles out there. I I cannot wake up every day and post my struggles like, hey, I had a fight with Manny. Nobody does that. We all take advantage of the good sides of social media and we put our best self out there. Out Mm -hmm. there. But and then people are sitting there, young ladies, because I remember after a a wedding, a young lady texted me and she's like, man, I want a wedding like yours. I want my wedding. And I'm thinking about all the challenges. And I was like, you have no idea. You have no idea. And I was talking to her. How about and I said to her, how about you want a wedding that God wants to give you? That glorifies God. That's going to be glorious. Not glorifying human being, you know, because. Again, we, we you don't necessarily know where you know she was coming from when she spoke that like what from she the said. pictures of course yeah it's when from the photos it's, yeah. it's lovely everything is bright shiny whatever but you know we, we, I think we ought to ask ourselves like God can you give us something that will glorify you so that when we're going through our battles mm-hmm. we can lean back on your word because every season of your life. Every elevation has its own set of battles. Yep. So if you're coming out of singleness and you're going to be married, you should know that being married also has its sets of ch- its set of challenges and battles. It's not going to be. But mar- this is not to say that marriage is not fun. It's fun. I love you. I love all the things we do together. I love planning our lives, my our lives together, and everything. But. It's not without challenges. And those are not things that we can... Yes, we're trying to be very open on this show, so we'll talk about some of our struggles. But I feel like it was important that we let people know, like, some... You know, the challenges, like, with the wedding and the drama and the immigration process and everything, so that they know that whatever you're expecting God to do for you, also allow Him to prepare you for the battles that will come. And I think hindsight is always a gift. We don't see what God is doing and when he's putting us on weight and he's making us, you know, he's he's preparing us for whatever, 
you know, elevation he has or whatever season that we questing it and we are in a rush, but he knows what we're going to face. Absolutely. So he's like, well, let me and prepare I, and you And I just want to touch on, like, just uh, real quick, like the waiting game, like the that waiting process, that whole year that, you know, we had to be apart. A um, I, I believe that God was preparing us individually. Mm-hmm. Like he was working on me here, and he was working on you while you were over there, too. True. And he was building us. I mean, one, we didn't really get a chance to date, like, you know, well. So I, I feel like he was trying to get us in a place where when we get together, you know, we can coexist. in in Because, I mean, thinking back now, had you, you know, been granted the visa, let's say, right after we got married, I don't know that, you know, we would have made it just because where I was at the time mentally. and, you know, mentally, it, it's it's a little different. And I don't know that I was, you know, ready to actually, you know, because I've been living by myself and, you know, I think you live with your family and stuff, but like, I was used so used to doing things my way, and um, it would have been difficult to accept you and and welcome you. You know, the the thought of having you is it's um, you know ideal, right? It's something that we all want. You get married, you move in together, and all that. But I think when you if you had just come over right after, I don't know that I was prepared mentally to really like share my space with you. And I, and I think it, there would have been a lot of friction, a lot of back and forth. Um, and I think God during that time frame, you know, worked on me. He also worked on you on how you can actually cope with me, you know, in, in a healthy environment. And I think it's so funny when we say for us to say that God actually worked on us and we were a, apart from each other, because that's when you and I, cause we knew we were married and, our prayer life became better mm-hmm. the minute we got married, even mm-hmm. apart. Like, we would pray on phone. Yeah. We would study together. We'll start talking about our lives together. So I think that within that year, I actually agree with you that we grew closer. As a, as people that haven't dated but got married, we grew closer. We'll talk every day. And then our conversations moved from, oh, talking without a title to this is my wife. Yeah. This is my husband. Now we need to pray together. We need to talk about stuff together. So we were both, pre- like, you know, ready to come live together. Yeah, and if we would have moved in together right away, I don't think we would have had that time. And we wouldn't have been able to had the time to build that bond, that foundation. Right. You know, I think we would have just moved in together and just, you know, started enjoying the perks of, you know, marriage. Just going out, doing stuff, and not really building a, a home where he's, you know... The center. The center of. And, and I think that's kind of what we did here. We individually... We worked on ourselves individually. And then when he brought us together, we already had a nice foundation where we were still working together, you know, long distance. So I, I think, um, you know, that waiting game, there's a lot... Basically, whatever you're going through, and if God is, you know giving you some sort of some information and it's given this you've received some sort of message or whether it's a vision or whatever you know let's just say for instance that this job is yours 
and you're seeing that everybody is around you is getting a certain position and this job doesn't seem like it's going to be yours, but God has told you that that particular job is yours. You don't need to worry about all that outside noise. You don't need to worry about, you know, who's best friends with the uh, with the manager or the whatever, the, the hiring manager. You just need to know that continue to trust in God because he's already secured that position for you. Amen. So we, no matter what it looks like, you have to know and be ready to, you know, just be still and allow him to work. To move. And I think that for, for the married people that are listening and are probably going through stuff and sometimes you're questing like... God, is this is this really what you wanted me to get into? Because I've gotten a few messages from married folks that sometimes are going through it. And I think that it's important to just keep holding on to the word of God. The word of God is the only way you can walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. And no union. I don't care what you see on social media. I don't care what is portrayed on social media. Nobody has it perfect. It's a journey is a work in progress. We all have our ups and we have our downs. And if you're single and you believe God has given you this person that you're about to get married to, or I just want you to prepare yourself and pre- and, and just know that there are going to be those seasons that will test your level of commitment. That is not an, an indication that you got the wrong word or that does not negate the presence of God in your life. And if you're waiting, you don't have a word, you don't have anything, but you desire marriage, keep waiting and keep waiting on God. And while you're waiting, like we said, as we were going through the struggle of, you know, the whole process and the immigration process, we were growing in faith, you know, so whatever season that you're in, just make sure that you do not waste the waiting season. Keep praying, keep trusting God And keep growing in faith. And please remember, the cute love story or (laughs) purpose doesn't mean ease. Neither does it mean the absence of challenges and struggles. We just, we are able to do it graciously and and handle it graciously because we know. The favor of God. Because we know that God called this union into being. And he has given us whatever we we need. And he has given us the grace to, to do it. So whatever comes our way. We're always going to be a team, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, what, what do we want? What do we want to discuss on our next topic? You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. What is our next episode going to be about? We're at episode four. So you know how, like, we were talking this afternoon when we said um, on our way back from brunch, we were talking about how people pray for the one mm-hmm. but are they truly ready yeah i mean the one they're praying for praying for it asking god for you know i want this man to be you know this a god-fearing person or this woman to be the god-fearing have you know this list that you have are you actually preparing yourself what do you have to contribute to that to relationship? That, to that relationship. You know, are you actually prepared to to receive that type of human being? So if you're asking, let's say, for instance, you're asking for a, a God-fearing person, are you a God-fearing person to be, you know, because 
you know, the word God says you can't be unequally yoked, right? So you have to make sure that whatever you're asking for, you're also preparing yourself to to give to, the same thing. And to be that. And sometimes, you know, when we're asking for all these qualities, he needs to be caring. He needs to he needs to have a good job. He needs to whatever we're asking and, and demanding of the person coming into our lives, mm-hmm. can we give? To that person too, yeah. or we're only focused on what the person can give. So that should be our next topic, don't you think? That is our Just, next topic, and I think the title should be "Are you what you're looking for?" Are you? Was I? Well, I, yeah, you were for <laughs> sure. You're more than oh, that's but sweet. it's good. I mean, I think um, you know we just want to shed some light on on that specific topic and um just to make sure people are aware and um you kind of examine yourself as you're going through life whatever you're requesting of others just be prepared to and, also and I think we can both same. touch on our past relationships and the mistakes we made yeah. and and just let people in on some of our mistakes and what we were expecting from God when we were not ready for what we were expecting exactly. so it was a good conversation, as always. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, we hope you tune in to our next episode. And uh, what are we going to do right now? Just going, to, going back to watch 90 Day Fiance. That's our favorite <laughs> show, guys. We do watch that a lot, actually. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. we were pretty much married at first sight. So. I think so. There we are. <laughs> um, so, everyone, and, until next time. Be well and be blessed.